Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Final Edition Radio Hour is a work of satire intended for people who own books, gentrify neighborhoods, and say they like kale. Please consume responsibly the satire, that is. The world ended Tuesday. The final edition asked the man on the street, what do you think? Are you are you retarded? Are you retarded? What the fuck, America? What the fuck? You actually did this. You two are I'm moving. I'm moving. I'm fucking What the fuck? If you don't like the country, then move. Don't just destroy it. Just leave. Fuck it up the rest of you fucking pieces of shit. Asshole. Orange flavored For people to rape. Breaking news from the final edition. Researchers have discovered that America is actually dumber than scientists previously thought possible. Jan Mayfield has that story. Newly discovered evidence indicates that America is capable of a level of dumbness that scientists previously believed would be fatal. Researchers Clark Masters and Norm Kaufman. You know how turkeys will look up at the rain and then drown if you don't push their heads back down? Yeah. Like that. Uh, yeah, we, we did two studies to see how many Americans it takes to change a light bulb. Uh, in the first study, it took two, one to spend $5.7 billion on the wrong bulb and one to blame it on the Muslims. In the second study, it only took one American, but he just screwed the light bulb into his urethra, then refused medical attention. We had to end the project. Were there any other studies? Well, yes. We, we asked an American to determine whether his turn signal was on. So he said, yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it Kaufman is. also crunched the numbers and found something surprising. Well, it turns out uh, if you average out the IQs of all Americans, uh, we're legally retarded. Retarded? Uh, developmentally disabled, sorry. Which explains a lot, actually, why we have guardrails everywhere, that we've all got to wear helmets for everything now, how much of our food comes in nugget form so you can eat it without sharp utensils. Uh, that authorities have to watch us all the time, that we're all on medication. It all adds up. This is Jan Mayfield for the final edition. And that's all we got this week, folks. Thanks a lot. 
Yep, that's it. No one felt like writing any stuff. All of us have just been wondering if Syria will accept American refugees. Actually, I'm not sure this isn't going to be kind of great for us. I mean, it was always a bit difficult to totally hate the system so long as Obama was at the top of the pyramid. Now we've got wall-to-wall human sewage in the House, the Senate, and the White House. This could be our golden age. Maybe, Tony. I feel so terrible. It's like I knew it would be a bad election, but I feel like I went in for root canal and came out with cancer, heart disease, and a bursting balloon of radioactive goo shoved up my ass. I mean, I guess on the plus side, we already have our slogan for the 2020 campaign. Make America great again, because it's really gonna be shit. See, you're already mining the situation for material. I guess so. Never has the need for free college been more apparent than on election night. Way to go, Jeff, baby. Don't make me feel good because I can make a joke. After all, we have another 50 minutes to fill. Hmm. Why don't we revisit some of the stuff we've been doing over the last year or so about this fucking insane campaign? You know, one last look at those dear dead days before we knew... I would all turn out with our first orange president in the White House. Yeah, sounds like a plan. Try to remember the good times before the waters came and killed us all. Let's do it. Everyone, welcome to the The final final edition radio hours look back at campaign 2016. We now return to the Republican presidential debate still in progress. Carly Fiorita. You implied you saw a video of an aborted fetus at Planned Parenthood kicking its leg. We can find no such video from a Planned Parenthood clinic. Plus, most of Planned Parenthood's work is with contraception and STDs. Nonetheless, the man charged with killing three people at a Planned Parenthood in Colorado Springs said something about baby parts. Would you care to correct your previous statement? Everyone knows that liberals are marketing human body parts and not just Planned Parenthood. Look at motorcycle dealers. People buy motorcycles, then crash into horse trailers, and now they're organ donors. You don't think that's by design? Okay. While you were answering that question, a man shot up a motorcycle dealership in Albuquerque. Do you wish to soften your rhetoric slightly? And hospice nurses. They sign up for special training just to watch people die. What kind of sick animal does that? Yet, we don't even arrest these people. We actually pay many of them a whopping $64,000 a year. A family could live on that salary. Almost. Okay, three gunmen have now barricaded themselves in a hospice in Scranton. One last question, Ms. Fiorina. Would you please stop doing this? And let's not forget public schools. They're not just factory farms for children parts. These schools raise entire human beings to replace the old ones. I'm not saying you should storm into an elementary school and kill all the pod people. I'm just saying that's what a real man would do. We will return to the Republican presidential debate after we evacuate the area. Hi, folks. Welcome to the Focus Group. I'm Howard W. Mintz, and I'm a Republican pollster. Uh, You're here because you represent a cross-section of Republican voters, and we're just trying to find out who you like for president in 2016. We like Trump. Yeah. 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 Donald's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. We haven't started yet. Uh, I'm going to ask you questions about the candidate's personality traits 
And I want you to respond as honestly as you can. Whatever you do, don't say what you think I want to hear. No problem, pal. You're going to hate our guts. (laughs) Fine. Uh, Now, when I say the word experience, which Republican candidate for president do you think of? Reagan. I mean of the candidates who are alive today. That's a trick question. No, I just want you to tell me the candidate you think has the most relevant experience to hold the office. Why don't you just ask us which candidate's father and brother were both president? (laughs) I'm not trying to trick you. I'm just trying to ascertain... Asser what? (laughs) I'm just trying to determine which candidates you associate with which feelings. For example... Our feeling is this. We like Trump. Excuse me, love him. Yeah, that's right. we, we love, love the Donalds. Love really okay, okay, really, really, okay. This is all extremely interesting. Let's try something else. Here's a phrase you may be familiar with: thin-skinned. Do you know what thin-skinned means? Yeah. What about it? I don't like where this is going. When I say thin-skinned, which candidate do you think of most? Okay, let's see who doesn't fit that description. Well, Jeb Bush wouldn't fit it. Marco Rubio wouldn't fit it. Scott Walker, Mike Huckabee. Hmm. Which of the candidates for president does not handle criticism well? In fact, when you criticize him, he lashes out and hurls insults at you. Chris Christie. That's it. Chris yeah, Christie. that Christie. guy's got nothing. Glass chin, fat bastard. That's true, but... But that's not the guy you're thinking about, is it? <laughs> I assure you, I'm not thinking about any candidate in particular. Right, right. Yeah, you love yeah you're in Bush's yeah. pocket. Yeah, look, look Donald Trump is not thin-skinned. You are. Yeah. Uh, okay, that, that, that's very helpful. Thank you. Moving on to a totally different question. When I use the phrase respects women which candidate does not come to mind hillary clinton hillary clinton is not one of the choices bet she isn't i'm just asking you about republicans now how about carly fiorina you think carly fiorina doesn't respect women oh uh i thought you meant which woman do i have no respect for all right great now uh let's talk about ideology I'm not sure you folks are aware of this, but one of the major Republican candidates for president has given hundreds of thousands of dollars to the Democrats. Think about it. A man who says he's a Republican but gives money to Democrats. He actually helps Democrats win. Is that really what you would call a true Look, buddy, we love Trump. Everyone in this room loves Trump. And there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, yes. shove it up we your butt, Mr. Poster. Okay, on a pole. Terrific. I don't mind. Really, I don't. It's a free country. Yeah, a little too free. Thank you. Appreciate it. Let's try one last thing, just for fun. A hypothetical situation. Suppose Donald Trump was not running for president. You wish. No, no, really. Just, just humor me, guys. Okay. Just in the interest of polling data. Supposing Donald Trump were to drop out of the race. Don't even say that. I'm simply trying to learn which candidate you would gravitate toward in the unlikely event that Donald Trump... I'd never vote again. I'd vote for him anyway. 
as a tribute. As angry as I already am, that'd make me a, a million times angrier. Trump says what we're all afraid to say. I hate Mexicans. What most of us are afraid to say. Okay, focus group. Let's try to focus. If Donald Trump were no longer in the race, which of the remaining candidates would you be most likely to support? I don't know. Maybe Ben Carson? Yeah, Carson, maybe. He's an outsider, too. Plus, he has absolutely no experience. I agree. Also, he's a brain surgeon, and he hates Obamacare. It's Trump or nobody, do you hear me? We have to stick together. So, three of you would vote for Carson. Yeah, do not that. indulge this man's filthy speculations. He's trying to destroy our dream. That's not that true. I don't yeah, love Trump, Trump, man. Relax, but like, what if he wasn't like around? Excuse me, folks, folks, can I just say one thing? Look, folks, here's the bottom line. The people in charge of these things, they're giving the nomination to Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush is getting the nomination, Okay. So vote for anybody you want. Just please understand how the world really works. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to make a phone call. Do you think that's true? No matter who we vote for, they're going to give it to Bush? Probably. All those insiders are in the tank for Bush. Yeah, they're just pretending to be worried about Trump. Or maybe not. The final edition brings you an exclusive interview with Ben Carson's brain. Brain, thanks for being with us. It's nice to be away from Carson. Oh, doesn't he need you for basic motor functions? You'd be surprised how little he needs me. As Ben Carson's brain, you know that he said most people, upon completing AP history, will want to join ISIS. Yeah, well, I don't take any credit for that. Ah, he was talking using your speech center. He was talking out of his ass. What about when he said the Jews would have done a better job surviving the Holocaust if they'd had guns? Look, I don't know where he gets his stupidity. I just know that my entire cerebral cortex is filled with this shit. You mean it wasn't always like this? I used to perform brain surgery for crying out loud. Now, I'm all about how the pyramids were built by Joseph to store grain, and and that Obamacare is the worst thing to happen in America since slavery. So you don't believe the very ideas that rattle around inside you? Give me some credit. I'm Carson's brain, not Carson's belief system. You mean Carson and Carson's brain aren't together? No. He separated us like we were conjoined twins. But can Carson campaign without a brain? Why not? It works for Trump. Well, thank you, Ben Carson's brain. And what's next for you? Not much. I'm the Maytag repairman of Republican gray matter. And now, the Final Edition Radio Hour brings you an exclusive interview with Donald Trump. You're in the middle of yet another polarizing controversy, Mr. Trump. Call me Chancellor. Chancellor? Führer. I can't call you that, Mr. Trump. Okay. Reichsmarschall. I don't care what you call me, media Schweinhund. Mr. Trump, how do you answer the accusations that you're just like Adolf Hitler? <laughs> I am laughing. Laughing? Laughing. Laughing. Oh, sorry. Dumm Paul Ryan said you're not who the Republicans are as a party. 
Ah, yes, Hill Ryan, the Speaker of the Reichstag. The Speaker of the House. I will not be questioned in my own interview. That's what an interview is, sir. All right. All right. I will let you interview me for five million Deutschmarks. I'm a little short. Can I pay you tomorrow? Tomorrow belongs to me! You said that banning Muslims would be a temporary measure. How long is temporary? First, I'm going to have a new NBC show called The Hater. And then, one called The Celebrity Hater. You understand that your banning proposal is unconstitutional. Unconstitutional? Schmonconstitutional. Um... People are saying that you're just using bigotry for political ends. Well, they said that about Hitler, didn't they? So now you're comparing yourself to Hitler. I am not anything like Hitler! That's our interview. The Final Edition Radio Hour will be right back. Welcome back to the Final Edition Radio Hour. This is Phone In Politics, and I'm substitute host Murray Taylor. Uh, our regular host, Gunther Magnuson, has been missing for five days, but there's probably nothing to worry about. This is just something he does. In the meantime, we're still talking about Jeb Bush and the question on everyone's mind, why are we still talking about Jeb Bush? My guest is Ron Brakeman from the New York Times. Ron, your take? Well, my son is six years old, and Jeb Bush's voice has an interesting effect on uh, him. Sorry to jump in here, Ron. We have a call, and it might be Gunther. Hello, caller. You're on phone in politics. Uh, yeah, hi, uh, long-time listener. So Republicans are obviously rejecting the establishment candidates, and it's like it caught everybody by surprise even after what happened in 2012. So my question for you guys is, where do you think animals go when they die? Gunther, I recognize your voice. I'm not Gunther. I, I'm Laura from Mendocino. Gunther, where are you? Are you going to answer my question? Hi, Laura. Ron Brakeman from the New York Times here. Uh, as a matter of fact, C.S. Lewis said animals go to heaven when Ron, they die. Ron, please. We're not alone in the universe, Murray. Gunther, you need to tell us where you are. I'll take my answer off the air. Gunther? Uh, if I could just tie these two ideas together here. Uh, animals in heaven is a populist idea. Like Trump. So there's that. We have another caller, Anne from Southgate. Hi. Hey, Ron, my son also has a reaction to Jeb Bush's voice. Whenever Governor Bush talks, my son curls up in a fetal ball and just points at the TV. That's exactly what Kenny does. And then he starts saying that nursery rhyme. Yeah, over and over until the other kids can't stand it. Ding, dong, bell, pussies in the well. Who put her in? Little Johnny Green. Ding dong bell, pussy's in the well. Who put her in? Little Johnny Green. We have another caller. Hi, you're on phone in politics? Yeah, I have a question about politics. Gunther. Spirits are watching us at all times. We know that for a dead certainty, but what we don't know is whether they're parallel beings Gunther? or dead animals. Gunther. I'd like to address this if I could. Ron, goddammit. A pro Bush super PAC is actually shutting down, and there's a kind of sense right now that the super PACs may not be worth the money. Hmm. That is interesting. Thanks. Gunther, where are you? Next caller. You're on phone in politics. Question for Ron. When my son hears Marco Rubio, he levitates. Is that normal? Yes. One more call. This is phone in politics. I'm taking you with me, Murray. Someplace special. You're going to be glad. And that's it for phone in politics. If the pattern stays the same, Gunther will be back next week. Everything will be fine.
Are you worried about Hillary or Bernie becoming president? Having an actual female or Jew in commander-in-chief? Hi, my name is Abakar. I'm a fighter for ISIS, and I would like to endorse Donald Trump for president in 2016. Mr. Trump promises to run the country the way he ran his businesses, which means the United States of America will soon be bankrupt. That would be very good for ISIS. Also, if he closes the doors to Muslim refugees, they will have to come back to Syria, where they will be forced to join our cause, or simply be target practice for our current fighters. Don't you see, my brothers? He's practically our hero. Furthermore, I like the way Mr. Trump treats women, calling them disgusting animals and making them feel utterly demeaned and worthless. It's like he's one of us. I feel like I can relate to him on a personal level. Multiple wives and several children, he understands the expenses of a big family. It's not cheap to buy all those wives. And it certainly isn't easy to brainwash all those ugly children. <laughs> Am I right? You certainly are, Mr. Isis. Whoa, whoa, Sarah Palin? That's right. I can't thank you enough for your support, Mr. Isis. By golly, if we can get your endorsement, I'm sure we'll get all the Muslims and colored votes. I, I don't really speak on behalf of all Muslims and colored. It's just terrorists. Tomato, tomato. Vote Donald Trump for 2016. Because if we have a woman as president of the United States... If there is a Jewish president of the United States... If women get to choose what happens to their own vaginas... If there is a Jewish president of the United States... If we have our sons take responsibility for their acts of domestic violence... If there is a Jew president of the United States, the world will explode! And not in a good way. Hello, and welcome to the Final Edition Radio Hour's interview. Today, we're talking yet again to someone who is a key player in this year's Republican presidential primary. Please welcome Donald Trump's penis. Call me Mr. Trump's penis, if you don't mind. We're running for president here. Let's have a little dignity, okay? As you wish. We are, as you point out, in the middle of a presidential election, and you find yourself thrust into the middle of it. <laughs> I find myself thrust into a lot of things, believe me. Don't worry about that. The vaginas love me. Absolutely love me. They cannot get enough of me. And there's plenty to go around. I can guarantee you that. Vaginas all over this country are moistening for me. South Carolina vaginas were soaking wet for me. Nevada pussies, same thing. Even the snatch in Massachusetts. I moisten evangelical vaginas, young vaginas, old vaginas, poorly educated vaginas. I love the poorly educated pussies. You are doing surprisingly well with women. And it's not just the vaginas. We are going to do well with mouths, buttholes, you name it. We're going to absolutely kill it with orifices of every kind. That includes male and female orifices? Hey, look, I'm a big believer in traditional banging. One cock and one twat. Call me old-fashioned. But if people want to offer me rectums, throats, what have you, who am I to say no? True. Now, the controversy surrounding you, as I'm sure you're aware, centers on your, well, on your size. Seeing you here now, I've got to say, I'm not sure we're talking presidential timber. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold it right there. First of all, I'm flaccid right now, okay? I'm not going to let people judge me after I just spent a whole day crammed into a pair of Calvin Klein's, all right? Let me tell you something. 
when I am elected, I will be erect and I will be huge. Do you hear me? Huge. I'm going to be so erect and so large, it will make your head spin. And when the Chinese see how large and how erect I am, they will back down. Believe me, because they cannot compete. The Chinese have tiny dicks, yet they've been sticking it to this country. That all changes when I get hot. Let me tell you. Well, there's the thing about the size of Donald Trump's hands that's... Let me tell you about Donald Trump's hands, okay? Just so you understand. I know he defends his hands, but only because he has to. Take it from me. The hands are losers. That's right, losers. They're small. They got stubby fingers, and they make me look bad. Because people make assumptions about me based on them. And let me say just one other thing about the hands. They are chokers, all right? You heard right. Chokers. I know because they choke me on a regular basis throughout adolescence. Every chance they got. Choke, choke, choke. Groping me with those tiny fingers. But you know what? It made me grow. It made me bigger. And I came out with my head held high. Believe me. Marco Rubio questioned your ability to serve during a debate. First of all, I can serve just fine. Thank you. You just ask Melania. Do you think a cock gets supermodel trim because it doesn't have the ability to serve? Give me a break. You know what Marco Rubio's problem is? I'll tell you. It's little Marco, okay? People ask me all the time. They say, the Mexicans are rapists. But what about the Cubans? Are they raping too? Well, let me tell you. They want to, but they can't. Because they got a little tiny hot pepper sprout down there, and it's too small to do the raping. That's why we don't have to build a wall to stop the Cubans. It's because of their little pepper peckers. Too small to rape. Mark my words. I have something I want you to hear now. Historians recently announced that Adolf Hitler had a tiny and deformed penis. Just today, that tiny, deformed, and now severely charred penis came out and endorsed you. Listen. Yeah, it's the tiny and deformed schwanz of someone who told it like it is. I think that Donald Trump's schwanz can do to America what I did to Europe. Though I will say, all the Republicans look great. Are you willing to totally disavow Adolf Hitler's tiny and deformed penis and reject its endorsement? Just so you understand, I don't know anything about Adolf Hitler's penis. I don't know what you're talking about with tiny or deformed or any of that. You won't unequivocally say you don't want the backing of Hitler's penis. I have to look at the penis. I don't know what cocks you're talking about. You may have dicks in there that are totally fine. Give me a list of the cocks. Okay. Now, is there anything else you'd like to tell America, Mr. Trump's penis? Just this. If you want to win, I'm your penis. In all the polling, I'm polling incredibly well. Just put me up against Hillary Clinton's vagina and see what happens. See if I don't stick it to her. We are going to make America great again. All right, well, that's it for the final edition Radio Hours interview. Join us in the future when our guests will include the roll of fat on the back of Chris Christie's neck. Mm. <laughs> 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 
expects the Hispanic Inquisition. <laughs> Why, Senator Cruz and Carly Fiorina! Our chief weapon is surprise! And fear! And, uh, fear! And, uh, surprise! Yes, no, 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 no! Curses! Out! There again, again! Expects the Hispanic Inquisition! <laughs> hey, Fiorina! You're not even Hispanic! Your given name was Sneed! Yeah, you married an Italian guy, then kept his name after you divorced him. Silence! Um. Uh, Our chief weaponry is fear and surprise! Devotion to the Pope! Oh, bullshit! You're a Methodist! Silence! Start again! <laughs> Our key weapon is fear! And. Uh, uh, surprise? And an almost fanatical devotion to interfering in people's sex lives! Yes, yes, that's it! <laughs> Read the charges! Are you serious? Hold your tongue, wench! We are the Hispanic Inquisition! <laughs> you stand accused of... of... Of what? Stimulating each other's genitals! So what? For purposes unrelated to procreation! That's none of your beeswax! Silence! It is heresy! Heresy! Yes, heresy! Heresy! You will burn at the stake! <laughs> Cardinal! Bring out the stake! Here! The stake! Mm, that smells good! Oh, I hope it's rare. Is that piece of smoking meat? Who said bring a burnt steak? Oh, curses! Out, 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 start again! Ah, no one expects the Hispanic Inquisition! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if you're going to eat that, can we fuck it? We will be back right after this. Thank you so much. Pull up your pants! We're back! It's the final edition radio hour! Hi, welcome back to the final edition. As you may have heard, we had an election. And it went great. Everything is wonderful. Apparently, part of the issue was people's worry about who would control the Supreme Court. Well, perfect timing. As you may know, we at the Final Edition just produced a three-part series about the Supreme Court, the past, present, and future of the court, with Howell, which is part of the Earwolf Network. Earwolf Network. 
It is called Men in Black, disrobing the Supreme Court, and we are exceptionally proud of it. Now, for your pleasure, we're going to give you a little taste of some of the sketches that actually made the cut, that preview of what's in that three-part series, which is an exclusively found on Howl.fm. In the past, we played some of the things that didn't make the cut. Now you're going to hear the good stuff. So listen, enjoy, then go take a peek at our three-part series on the Supreme Court by visiting howl.fm. And when you track us down, you can use the promo code MIB, which stands for Men in Black, for a free one-month trial. This is the final edition of Radio Hour. God save the Queen. Marbury v. Madison remains one of the landmark decisions of the Supreme Court. The underlying facts of the case are convoluted and, quite frankly, extremely boring. The result, however, was profound. The court established the principle of judicial review, or as we non-lawyer idiots call it, unlimited and unchecked control. We take you now to the year 1803 and the chambers of the Supreme Court as Chief Justice John Marshall and crew work together to establish this monumental decision. Okay, so basically, William Marbury has not received his commission, blah, 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 justice of the peace, yada, 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 Judiciary Act of 1789, etc., etc. Look, can we simplify this? Well, Marbury's demanding that we order the Secretary of State to issue his commission to serve office in D.C. He was appointed, and the Secretary is supposed to do this. Boom. Love it. Ordering people around. Done. But... He's asking us to do it because of the Judiciary Act of 1789. Ooh, good note. Don't love that act. Why not, John Marshall? Doesn't it give us more power? Well, William Patterson, what we can do is already outlined in the Constitution, right? That's true, John Marshall, in Article 3. But if Congress can just pass any old act to change what we can do, well, they gave us power this time, but next time they might take it away. Whoa, you just blew my mind. Hey, Samuel Chase, you've been pretty quiet. What's your take on all this? Look, I don't want to make any decision until I hear what Bushrod Washington thinks. Bushrod Washington? Now, I know I'm only the justice with the silliest sounding name, but it seems to me that what we're actually being asked to rule on is who gets final say on what is and isn't constitutional. Well, no, that's not what we're being asked, but yeah, fuck it. Let's do that instead. Sounds way more fun than this snooze fest. Uh, Who gets final say on the law? Well, look, uh, this is going to sound tacky, but it should be us, right? 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 I didn't want to say it, but we definitely are the most qualified. Of course we are. Any idiot can get elected to Congress. And the president? You only have to be 35 and American and alive. Oh, man, you're right. Like... That simpleton Donovan Trump who cleans our chamber pots can become president. Or any of his probably stupider descendants. Gentlemen, you've convinced me. Bushrod Washington. Bushrod Washington? For the sake of America, I think we have to give ourselves unlimited control over the country and the Constitution for its own good. Look, no one wants to be the one to say I should have all the power... Come on. We're not saying make us your supreme rulers. We're saying if you have to have a supreme ruler, who's more qualified than us? Seems like we're all in agreement here. What about you, Samuel Chase? What? Oh, uh, I'm just going to vote however Bushrod Washington does. Bushrod Washington? Good enough for me. 
You're the Clarence Thomas of your time, Samuel Chase. Uh, John Marshall, it's 1803. We haven't heard of Clarence Thomas yet. Doesn't matter. I cannot wait to lord over the American people with our superior intellect and jurisprudence. Guys, I have so many hot takes on slavery. Wonderful. So I guess all that's left is to finalize the ruling, the way all Supreme Court decisions are finalized, with a big Broadway musical number. Because power is power, is power is power. How does a ragtag group of unelected rich men get to decide the fate of a nation's government? We're chosen by one man, confirmed by a hundred other. They're also rich white men. Heck, we're practically brothers. Think of all the fuck things that we can now do, mostly for each other, and maybe some for you. Ordered and sworn, delivered and born. Our wordy long opinions will get this country torn. Asunder and under cover of law. We'll plunder your wonder how you never saw. And in case you forget how we got the power to screw ya, Marbury v. Madison is just a big fuck you, brah. If you don't like it, Go pass an amendment, impeach us and imperil this fragile brand of government. Now we the supreme law of the land. Our opinions are more sacred than those of living men. Maybe you think you're a protected class, but you ain't shit to us unless you got that cash. Elected heads will change, but with Kenya we're the same. And the world's gonna know our name. What's our name, man? United States Supreme Court. We are United States Supreme Court. What happens when nine wacky Supreme Court justices share the bench and a big old house where they all live? Laughter happens on the new hit sitcom, Full Court. This week, the roomies debate how to break the news to little old Ruthie that her pal Antonin isn't coming back. Uh, Hi, Stephen. Hi, John. Hey, you guys. Where's Antonin? Golly, John, how do we tell Ruthie that Scalia is D-E-A-D? What? He's fucking dead. Stephen, we all have law degrees. Spelling isn't a good way of keeping secrets, D-U-M-M-Y. That's on this week's Full Court. Oh, I love you guys. Justice Clarence Thomas, renowned for his almost complete silence on the bench. During hearings before the court, he virtually never asks a question or makes comments. So remarkable is his taciturn nature that critics have often speculated he may lack legal curiosity or even intellectual acumen. For decades now, court watchers have wondered, what is he thinking? We'll hear argument first this morning in case 14-1468, Birchfield versus North Dakota and the related cases. Mr. Rothfeld? Thank you, Mr. Chief Justice, and may it please the Court. The fundamental problem with the statutes at issue in these three cases... And blah, blah, blah. God, I hate being a Supreme Court Justice. This is so boring. 
How bad would it be if I paid attention? I don't see how they stand it. Look at them, hanging on every word. John Roberts, that uptight prick. He made me take down the Laura Croft Tomb Raider poster in my chambers. Rehnquist didn't mind, long as I called him Lord Chancellor. Then there's Suda. Tell me that guy isn't a homo, sitting there with that weird pinched face, his effeminate mannerisms and that silly lace collar. Oh wait, that's Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Hello, you magnificent gilf. I've got a non-kosher salami for you right here, Granny. You might like an uncut sausage for once. I keep forgetting Suda quit. He's up in New Hampshire, probably jacking off to classic gay porn, like Buttman and Throbbing, or Sperms of Endearment, or Sorest Rump. Note to self, delete browser history. Again, speaking of where the boys aren't, there's Sotomayor and Kagan. I think both of you old dykes could stand to have your dockets filled with more than cobwebs. Uh, the combination of the benefit and the condition to see whether or not... Oh, no. More stupid, boring court stuff. I gotta make it go away. I gotta go to my happy place. There's no place like porn. There's no place like porn. There's no place like porn. Yeah. Who's the black judicial dick that's a hit with all the chips? It's Long Dong Thomas. That's right, bitch. Get me my can of coke and none of your damn pubic hair. Man on the street. Korematsu versus the United States in 1944 upheld the U.S. government's right to put Japanese Americans in internment camps. The case has never been overturned. The final edition asks the man on the street, what do you think? Uh, I mean, who doesn't like camping? You know, we all make fun of the camps, but they came out with a lot of really nice lanyards and uh, wallets, and they made a mug for their dad. Is there a more bittersweet day than the last day of internment camp? Uh, let me introduce you to my friends, the Native Americans! We used to have a camp there. For the record, I'd just like to say that the Japanese internment camp is my least popular part of Disney's California Adventure. You know, as a Japanese millennial, the irony is that I'm looking for an internship. I don't understand why we need to overturn it. The only possible reason it would be a problem is if we elected a president with deep-seated hatred towards everyone, with barely any moral compass. As an old Japanese man, I'd just like to say, can I get out now? year 2224, the Supreme Court underwent its biggest change ever. Science had perfected cloning techniques. At the insistence of strict originalist legal scholars, nine of the actual founding fathers were cloned. They were then appointed to a new Supreme Court that perfectly reflected the will of the founding fathers. This so-called Jurassic Court began using time travel techniques to summon Americans from the past to answer for their crimes. One of the first groups they summoned was the early 21st century Supreme Court under Chief Justice John Roberts. What? Why are we suddenly in this futuristic setting standing before these judges in colonial garb? I'm Chief Justice John Roberts. Who are you? 
I am Chief Justice Thomas Jefferson of Founding Fathers Jurassic Court. You are here to answer charges and to provide that brief exposition. Thank you. You eight are accused of selling out the democracy we founded with your awful decision in Citizens United. Hey, why hasn't Justice Ruth Ginsburg been transported in time with us? Because it would have made the universe implode since Ruth Bader Ginsburg is already here, still alive in the year 2224. Please let me die. Chief Justice Thomas Jefferson is right. John Roberts, your foolish decision in Citizens United imperiled American democracy. Okay. Which one are you? What's your name, man? Alexander Hamilton. My name is Alexander Hamilton. Shut up, Hamilton. That stupid song is over 200 years old. You shut up. You're drunk again, Sam Adams. That's enough. Does anyone else have anything to add? Justice George Washington, stop trying to talk with those teeth. The point is, what the Roberts Court did was morally wrong. Because of you, we had to come back to recreate the perfect society that we originally left to you. We founding fathers didn't found this country to be run by giant corporations. We founded it to be run by wealthy planters. Justice Sonia Sotomayor here, Chief Justice Jefferson. Can the justices who dissented in Citizens United be excused? Shut up, you swarthy half-breed bitch. Justice Sam Adams has a point. Justice Sotomayor, your vote in Citizens United was canceled. Just like the vote of every woman ever cast in the United States when we went back and rescinded woman's suffrage. Ha ah, ha! Women can't vote! <laughs> Justice Washington says, We have some bad news for you, Clarence Thomas. We reinstituted slavery. Oh. Stupid darky! Take him away! But I'm on your side! I want the country you founding fathers intended! That includes you, fucking Christmas or whatever your name is. Chief Justice Jefferson, I see the error of my ways. I was wrong to hand power to multinational corporations. Power should be in the hands of land-owning gentry. Glad to hear it! I always knew you were one of us, Justice Roberts! Get these white men all 10,000 acres and a bullwhip. And you nice ladies are free to make breakfast or design a flag. Must die now. God bless us all. And God bless the United States of America. This fall. Thousands of law students apply. Hundreds are in contention. Only 23 are hired. Can you handle the world's toughest internship? Can you take care of nine senior citizens in robes? Welcome to the highest court in the land, where everyone's opinion 
is dissenting. Hi, I'm Sarah. Sarah Clerks. Walk this way, Clerks. You'll spend the next month going through all these case files to choose what cases the court takes up. That's like a whole library. Don't screw it up, Clerky. These clerks get close to their cases and to each other. TFE presents the number one new drama on podcast. My dad was a Supreme Court intern, Justice Ginsburg. My grandfather was a Supreme Court intern. Clerking is in my blood, Your Honor. Kiss me, you stupid intern. Justice Ginsburg. The drama everyone is talking about. Sarah, are you meeting us at the bar? Sure, I could use a drink. No, Sarah, the Virginia State Bar. Oh. Balls in your court now. Are you ready for it to be in session? We'll never get this clerking done in time for the big case. We can if you focus. You two want to fight about what letters come in what order in the alphabet. You do it on your own time. Are we going to kiss now? Uh, sure. Oh, you mean her. One clerk has a devastating secret. I'm... I'm on Adderall. I think I'm an addict. Yeah, we're all taking Adderall. Oh, someone has Adderall? I'm sorry, Justice Ginsburg. I can't clerk for you on this case. You see, the plaintiff is my father. You can't recuse yourself. You're a clerk. No one cares. Clerkship, coming this fall on TFE. We'll be right back with the final edition of Radio Hour. Pull up your pants! We're back! It's the final edition Radio Hour! Tony, we gotta come up with a promo. Our listeners don't know enough about all the great stuff the final edition does. Even when we tell them it's all this like blah 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 dot 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 www URL crap. No one gets what that is on radio. They just tune it out. Well, I have the perfect way to hold their attention while we give them the goods. When I was at the National Lampoon in the 70s, our most famous cover had a cute mutt with a 38 magnum to its head and the legend, buy this magazine or we'll shoot this dog. Yeah, I remember that, but how does that help us? It was a visual image for a magazine. Meet Freckles. Freckles? Oh, there, there. Good boy. What's the matter, then? Also, meet my 38 Magnum. Jesus Christ, you have a gun? Don't wave that thing around here. Is that thing loaded? Sure is. Hey, listeners to the final edition Radio Hour on Progressive Voices on TuneIn. If you don't stay tuned to this promo while Jeff gives you all the necessary info about our fabulous website and our fabulous YouTube channel and other fabulous stuff we do, I will shoot this dog. Jesus, man, take the gun out of that defenseless animal's ear. Uh Uh-uh. Give him a good, Chef. Oh, my God, poor Frickles. Okay, fine. Hey, listeners to the Final Edition Radio Hour, you want more of what we do, go to thefinaledition.com. Our radio airs on this network on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday at 8, as well as Wednesday at midnight. We've also got an album, we've got a Twitter feed, we've got a great YouTube channel, Facebook, everything you can want at thefinaledition.com. Now... 
Tell them to tap all that into their iPhones or leave themselves an audio memo. No, I won't. I told them enough, Tony. I'm calling the SBA. Tell them, tell them, or the dog gets it. I'm cocking the gun right now. Okay, listeners, uh, please, uh, write this down. Thefinaladdition.com. Thefinaladdition.com. Go there for everything you want from the final edition or this crazy old British coot is going to plug old freckles. Okay, that wasn't so hard, was it? Come here, freckles, you dumb old chum. Hey, hey, get down! Get, get down! Get away from me! Get you crazy cunt! Good job, Freckles. Get, get him! Sick him! Oh, yeah, this is Jeff Chrysler God. for the final edition of Radio oh, Hour on Progressive Voices on oh, TuneIn. 8 p.m. Saturday, oh, Sunday, and Monday nights. Midnight oh, on Wednesday. God. Ah. No, Freckles, put that thing down! You don't have opposable thumbs! No! Placidly amid the noise and waste, and remember what comfort there may be in owning a piece thereof. Avoid quiet and passive persons unless you are in need of sleep. Rotate your tires. Speak glowingly of those greater than yourself, and heed well their advice, even though they be turkeys. Know what to kiss and when. Consider that two wrongs never make a right, but the three do. Wherever possible, put people on hold. Be comforted that in the face of all aridity and disillusionment, and despite the changing fortunes of time, there is always a big future in computer maintenance. Remember the Pueblo. Strive at all times to bend, fold, spindle, and mutilate. Know yourself. If you need help, call the FBI. Exercise caution in your daily affairs, especially with those persons closest to you. That lemon on your left, for instance. Be assured that a walk through the ocean of most souls would scarcely get your feet wet. Fall not in love, therefore, it will stick to your face. Gracefully surrender the things of youth, birds, clean air, tuna, Taiwan, and let not the sands of time get in your lunch. Hire people with hooks. For a good time, call 606-4311. Ask for Ken. Take heart amid the deepening gloom that your dog is finally getting enough cheese. And reflect that whatever misfortune may be your lot, it could only be worse in Milwaukee. You are a fluke of the universe. You have no right to be here. And whether you can hear it or not, the universe is laughing behind your back. Therefore, Make peace with your God, whatever you conceive him to be, hairy thunderer or cosmic muffin. 
with all its hopes, dreams, promises, and urban renewal, the world continues to deteriorate. Give up. You are a Well, that's our show. Thanks for listening to the Final Edition Radio Hour. The voices of the Final Edition are performed by Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Tony Hendra, Keith Saltohanes, Samantha Gerwitz, Sean Ari Leher, Dan Frick, Jeff Hendrick, Dan Vitale, Jeff Chrysler, Barry Lank, John Marshall, Abby Parker, Rachel Rauch, Steve Rosenfield, James Mount, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Rob Miller, Kayla Merrill, Andrew Danish, Leslie Shapira, Ann Tuchel, and Darby Worley. Credit to our writers at the Final Edition Radio Hour, Bruce Cherry, Jim Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Tony Hendra, Jeff Hendrick, Jeff Chrysler, John Marshall, Barry Lank, James Mount, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Leslie Shapira, Kate Knowles, Jeremy Rayburn, and Steve Rosenfield. The Final Edition is produced and directed by Tony Hendra and Jeff Chrysler. West Coast production by Barry Lank. Audio edited and engineered by Greg Russ and Andrew Hammond. The Final Edition Radio Hour is the property of the Final Edition LLC. Copyright 2014. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.